All right. Hey, 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 hey. Oh. Welcome oh. back to First Off, You're Wrong, a podcast by two dudes that are smart enough to see problems, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke. With me is Jeremiah. And Aaron. Hi. <laughs> well, you could have said hi, too. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, last week we hi. had infantilism was... What you were wrong about, and um, I don't know, I haven't even looked at what people have thought about that. What are you pulling out of your pocket? I was pulling out a receipt from Walmart, or Costco, one of the two. <laughs> I had to go get... Just disrupt I had, the whole I had to go to Costco, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so... Dude, I just got a Costco membership on Sunday. He it's went there so and nice. ate a whole pizza by himself in the food court. It was something to see. <laughs> I did cry a little bit. <laughs> It was just you at the at the little booth eating your pizza. I, well, when I started, when I got to about the third slice and the tears were flowing, and people got uncomfortable and started moving away. Hit them with a disclaimer. All right, as you guys know, <laughs> this is this podcast is mainly opinion based, but uh, of course, our utmost authority as Christians is the Bible. Uh, the goal with this podcast is to make you come away thinking about things you may not have thought of in the past, or thinking about things you have thought of more clearly. With that said, Luke, what are people wrong about this week? People are wrong. Classy. About the Manosphere. The Manosphere. Wait, Aaron, what? What is... You guys told me this was Pokemon Part 2. <laughs> oh. I mean... I don't know he was going to say know, that. <laughs> Sometimes, to, just to get you back in, we have to give you... The, Aaron, this is actually an intervention. This is an intervention? Are you guys watching the show? Pokemon problem. Aaron's been watching too much Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate and has taken that to his Pokemon game and yes. it's just become well, a Well, when I saw that TikTok of him playing Super Smash Brothers locked up in his house, it just really... <laughs> really you know, touched you? It just like looked at it and I was just like, that's me. I All see right. it. I'm just like... <laughs> You know, so, Jeremiah, can you give people like a general overview of what the Manosphere is? The Manosphere is this subgenre of social media of people who are, you know, it probably started as like self-help, I think would be the best way to put it. People who are like, you know, self-betterment, you know, do better as, as a man. You can do, you know, you can lift weights, you can do these sorts of things, you can look better. And then as time went on, it kind of grew into this multifaceted beast. So there's like wings of it that are about getting women, getting laid. And I do want to say, as I say that, if you do have <laughs> children, this is not a yeah. child friendly episode just the nature of some of the things we're going to be talking about yeah is, is going to be some things that if you have little ones around use your judgment we're going to be talking about things relating to women of course we're not going to get more graphic than i would say the bible is graphic um we're not going to be purposefully taking time out to you know dwell on things that shouldn't be in your mind but the nature of this topic is such that we kind of have to bring this up so that you are aware and that we can actually address the issues that are going on because this is a real issue. Right. And like from what I saw from like what we want to cover on this, at least there's not going to be like any expletives we're going to no. be talking about where no. it's like, this would be more like what, like TV 14, you think? Yeah. 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 Probably about there. Still. Yeah. You don't want, but your kids you know, use your best judgment as a parent. Use your best judgment as a parent. If you got kids around and just maybe listen to it before you let them listen to it. With that said though, uh, a lot of, things with this it, it, it started as self-help and then it evolved into this or it transformed to use the pokemon language into <laughs> this beast of something stayed self-help but they got into hey you need to get jacked so that you look good and you can restructure your face using jaws or size and mewing and when you do that uh these women will be more attracted to you and you can you can get laid more have you tried the jaw stuff though i i I do the mewing thing, and I it did actually help a little bit. Wait, what's mewing? Tell people. So what it's that like is. you press your tongue up against the roof of your mouth oh, and create yeah, suction, yeah. and that somehow it, I didn't do it for like face things. I did it for breathing because I had. Well, the, also, they, they do say that, that anyway. that's what you're supposed to do when you're smiling because yeah. it will give you the most natural smile. Yeah. If you actually did that, I, and that, that was a no, long time. That's ago. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, so Aaron, Aaron, please stop. I like. I, I like didn't even realize. Teeth. What's that? Aaron's smile is gritting of his teeth. Um, so I, I always naturally do that anyway. I was like, I think it was um, my wife told me about that. She said oh, that no, the, no. Uh, she's like, yeah, I don't, I keep my like, just my tongue's just like, you know, like loose in my mouth. And I'm like, really? Like, because I feel like my tongue is always touching the roof of my mouth like all the time. When I was, uh, I don't know, I was probably like seven or eight. My dentist called my mom into the room 
And she was like, you know, it's amazing. It's that your terminal. Son, it's, terminal. <laughs> it's amazing that your son doesn't have a massive speech impediment. His tongue is way too big for his mouth. And ever since then, I've been extraordinarily <laughs> self-conscious about my tongue, even though I know that that's not like no one is looking at my tongue you know, except looking, for that one. We're all looking now dentist. at your tongue from now on. <laughs> Just the way he was like, he really should talk really bad, but for some reason he's fine. It's a miracle. <laughs> he's gonna it's a miracle. We thought it was terminal, but he's going to survive what, this What way. are some other aspects of the Manosphere? Uh, like, I mean, off like the top it, of your head. When it come, see, when, when I hear about this stuff, I normally just think of more of the, like, the, the men's self-help thing. Like, hey, you know, usually it's someone who's down because... Either they feel inferior to other guys, like I can't get a girlfriend ever, or um, I'm, you know, I'm not physically attractive, or something like that, and so they are are bettering themselves. So you have, because I know there's like there, and that is a good thing, I think, to better yourself in a lot of those yeah, respects. Right. And I th- also the problem is that you have a lot of the toxic parts of it, where you know it just becomes about it's not you know getting a girlfriend then. You know, fiance than a wife it's more of get as many girls as you possibly can in your life yeah. and that's becomes the goal of it with a lot of these gurus of this um this stuff and so i, I would more though when whenever i would think of that before it was pretty much before you know andrew tate and then sneeko and then all these other guys came in and started doing um pretty much where everything was about just sex it um it was very good i thought it was very good stuff it was good self-help it was good building confidence yeah you know not cockiness necessarily but just being confident in who you are and and you know what you're doing and how you look and and building yourself to be a better man so what part of uh, what color is your lambo is not cocky (laughs) (laughs) it was just bugatti what color is bugatti Bugatti. yeah Yeah. i just remember the first sort of thing for that was that dude um i'm trying you'll know his name luke because i can't think of it right now but his youtube ad just me in my garage he I just came one up today. I just guys, saw him yeah. again. Yeah, you well, saw him come he's up. He's pretty, well, he comes up on like TikTok and YouTube still on my things. What, was okay. he the guy okay. that was? He like had a book and he was like knowledge. Yes, and that was knowledge. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. You know, I, it's better than all these cars behind me. Knowledge, knowledge. here in my said. garage. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that guy. I, I, I know that guy. Yeah, that's one of the first. That's like an early warning sign right there. That would probably be one of the first manosphere people because he was about. It wasn't just for dudes though. But I would think that that more talk to men was the whole, you know, woman's caring really about like, look at all these Lambos in my garage. Yeah. They don't really think about that stuff. And so he really was playing off of that kind of thing and helping or saying he would help you to get better. Now, did I buy his 67 steps? Maybe. <laughs> really buy well, I, the, I paid Habsy for you it. You have the flip side of that coin, though, which is Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that was like around, what was it? Like, it was like around the... 20 would have been 2015 primaries it was a 2015 primaries where Mm -hmm. they were doing all those protests on campuses and he had that video where he walks out and like confronts all the people and was just very like you know level-headed and down to earth and like listen to what they had to say and like jordan kind of like absolutely all caps destroys destroys i didn't know i didn't know about him at all until uh one of my buddies sent me like one of his lectures i didn't know that he did any of that stuff about going out and talking to people that were protesting so the first thing I ever saw of him was just he was in one of his psych classes talking. It was I think he was talking about young men in it and like and them having to assimilate to like the new be quiet raisin having to assimilate to like the new culture that men are having to deal with yeah. nowadays. Right. But I didn't I didn't see his like confronting stuff. And I, I actually never got into Jordan. I still have never gotten into Jordan. Well, Peterson. you have you have my Jordan. I, I literally book. read the first two chapters and it's just How so many hard rules to do you live by now. It it how many two. of those rules just do you live two. by now? I, should, I have to be a crustacean or a, I got that log and read it. I thought it was a pretty decent His books story. are good, but they're dry. That's what I'm saying. I can't read dry. It's, it's like it's a hard. saltine cracker. It's good yeah. if you're sick, but other than that, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but well. I, I had Jordan Peterson right when he came out as well. Like I remember I was really into his... like The first exposure I got was it was the Daily Wire host. Uh, it wasn't Ben Shapiro. It was another one. Andrew Clavin reacted oh, yeah. to his video of him on the news with that one 
uh, newscaster from Channel Four. And oh, he's like, gotcha. In the UK. So what you're saying? So what you're saying is? So what you're saying? So what you're saying is? And no, just everything. No, no that's, that's not, not what, what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. In order to be thinking, you have to risk being <laughs> offensive. But um, that was like my first exposure, and then I was just enamored with it, and I I fell into his cult of personality where I was just. Everything Jordan Peterson put out, I had to watch. I listened to many of his lectures. I got his book. I read his book. I was really in tune with what he was saying for a long time. And we can touch on him more later, but like, or if we want to keep talking about him now, I don't know. Do I dare say the guy that like made me like, the, that I was kind of obsessed with. Do I dare say You it? can dare say it. You dare say Sam Hyde. Sam Hyde. Aaron was asking, he said we didn't put that on the list of influencers, but I mean, I would say even as crazy as he is, he does have a humongous influence on this stuff and too. He a lot of what he says, he'll go from this crazy satire. And you're talking you about Sam Hyde. If, yeah, if, okay, yeah, I thought you were talking about Peterson. If you, if you don't know who Sam Hyde is, stay innocent. If you do know who Sam Hyde is, you'll understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I can agree with he'll that, though. He'll go with yeah. from insane satire where he'll just, you have no idea what he's going to say next to saying the most profound thing you've ever thought of. And he did that in a video I saw of him where he's talking about, you know, how you should talk to your parents. And he's just saying the worst things you can think of. And then he goes, but at the end of the day, you should love your parents because they brought you into this world and they're the sole source of love that you knew from your birth up till now. And if you dare try to red pill your parents and try to get them to think politically or economically how you think, then all you're doing is making their life worse. You need to love them and respect them and just nod your head and agree when they say crazy things because they're your parents and they love you. Jeremiah, explain to me what red pill is. Oh, the pills. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> you can't just say you just can't say red pill and then not I think, say. What do we it. each want to take a pill? No, because there's cause three I, pills. There's it, more than three pills. There's more, but there's there, three is, is main it, pills. Yeah, but I thought, but you didn't even put. Blue I guess there's pill on four there. pills. Yeah, if you count the blue pill. Because blue pill is that you just you you're completely oblivious to all the things going on. Ha, has around everyone you seen much. the Matrix? I've never seen the Matrix. Yeah, I, know, I know. Matrix? I know what the pills are. So you have the two. The, okay, you have the red pill and the blue. I know. Pill. I know what those are because the blue one is I stay oblivious to what's actually you, going on. You stay in one. Uh, you, you never. You, you stay out of Wonderland, oblivious to what's going on. If you yeah. take the blue pill, and the, take red, the red pill, pill is you go I, farther down the rabbit hole. I just know what's going on. Yeah, and it's not like I can do anything about it per se, right? Yeah, it's an awakening to reality. It's, it's a, like, awakening. So yeah, exactly. I'm, it's not saying I can actually. I, it's not promising me that I can do something, but it's just that I have actual knowledge of what's going on. Knowledge. Which, knowledge um, instead of my Lambos. Yeah, you, it, it's, you're made aware of the way things are around you. So a popular example of this would, would be raising She's playing, with a, she's playing with my bottle cap. I'm trying but to move her, and she thinks I'm trying to pet her. The, um, the, the red pill, blue pill example a lot of people bring up especially with politics, is like the blue pill would be, oh, you know, uh, all this political theater and everything that happens is really important as uh, American society progresses and we can actually make positive change in all this, right? That's the perspective of someone on the blue pill. On the red pill, it's like nothing we do is going to change much of what happens. We just need to be aware of what's going on and actually look at the man behind the curtain instead of just, you know, pretending like what we're doing matters. And then you can go farther with that with the black pill, which have you heard of the black pill before, Aaron? Yeah, I've heard of the black pill. Black pill is the, uh, it's uh, it's more of like a doomsday thing. So yeah, it's like if you're doomer. black pilled on something, it means it, it's, that's more of the reality that you accept and see as real, but you have no power to change it. So yes. it's like a black pill that like you take on and say it's all doom and gloom, where you contrast that with... Um, what the white pill in this situation, Luke? You want to? No. What is the white? I don't the white pill. The so the white pill. pill. I'm I'm guessing the opposite, the opposite of that. Of the where you? What's like? I've been white pilled on this being like you know like I have hope anyway. Like even outside of all of the doom and gloom I see here, you know I'm white pilled uh, okay. in the yeah. same way. You can either t- you can actually be the same side of the coin. Like it, it's the black pilling, knowing that like you know. Um, someone at work is like literally trying to destroy your life every single day and it's like there's nothing you can do about it except change jobs but you know the white pill is like you still get paid every day where you go into work and if you just ignore those people and don't think about it and just you know get and a new job and then also let them go they're and probably they going to trip yeah. over themselves and yes, what they're exactly. doing to you and they will. The best, way, the best way I've heard the white pill and the black pill explained is the black pill is saying nothing matters I can't change anything 
and the <clears> white <throat> pill is saying nothing matters. I can't, I can't change, change anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> and one, so and wow. one is one is frowning, one is smiling. Yeah, I want to say the, the best. Thing, his inflection was perfect. I actually understood exactly what he was saying when he said right, it. Right? Yeah, like, oh, okay, that's well, right. That, that does make so that that verbiage of the the pills, the red pill. I'd say the, re- yeah, the the reasoning for it would be because. I'm guessing those words are going to be used a lot today yeah. because that's like that's I, I that's hear red pill all the time. Yeah, that's one of the main buzzwords of the manosphere is the pills, right? The different pills you can take to look at your reality. And so when you're looking at a lot of this manosphere content, if you've never heard of it and you come across someone saying that they've been they've been red pilled about women, they've been red pilled about economics or whatever. That's what it's meaning is they they think that they have come to a whole new awareness of what's going on. And when you look at the different sects of the manosphere, for lack of a better term, you have the Jordan Petersons. Jordan Peterson, Jocko Willink, Joe Rogan, those guys are your classic Jocko Willink. Red Pill Chapter Six. Right. Simple. (laughs) Jocko Willink. Into the Hornet's Nest. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but you look at you know those, those guys, Joe Rogan, Jocko Willink, uh, David Goggins is another guy. Um, who's going to carry the boats? Who's going to carry the boats and the logs? Who's going to carry the Prius? <laughs> <laughs> I sleep before I wake up. Uh, the, <laughs> Amen, brother. But, Amen. Uh, they're just your basic red-pilled Chad guys, right? They, they, they look How at their reality. How is Jocko Willink red-pilled? Uh, the way he Hang on, talks I'm just gonna be. A, I'm gonna be really confrontational right now. Okay, how how in the <laughs> world is Jocko Willing red pill? Because he looks at his situation and he acts on it to make change. I'm not saying I directly yeah. agree with Aaron everything. Says, Jocko Aaron Willink doesn't like does. Jocko Willing because he wakes up at 4 a.m. and goes to bed at 9 p.m. Jocko Willing also you mean 6 p.m. right? Whatever it his, is, his, uh, <laughs> I don't care. That's that's the only reason why Aaron doesn't like him. I like Jocko Willing. No, because he does. He teaches with the acceptance. Like you have yes, to. Yes. Well, take I've read his books. I've read almost all of his books because that extreme ownership one was a very good one because it, it you just look at the book and the whole entire book is everything is your fault and stop blaming other people and you take responsibility for what and for what happens. That's why he's red pilled. And it's and it's that and it's the situation is up to you to make it better and stop stop trying to find someone else's scapegoat. I love that book because everyone should read it because it would make my life a lot easier. So you're talking, I keep taking the blame for everything. He tells me that he blamed you throughout the entire book. <laughs> Luke Mahan is responsible for the events of... Chapter 6, Luke. Luke. <laughs> but, and then, Simple. <laughs> then you have like the black pill guys, and I'd say Andrew Tate. Uh, Aiden Ross, those guys are black pilled. You say they're black pilled? I think they're black pilled. And, and hear that. me out. Okay. They they would say they're red pilled. Their following would say they're red pilled, but they're black pilled because. Oh dang, am I their following? <laughs> what happened? Because <laughs> you said their following says they're red pilled, and I'm like, oh wait, am I their following? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But I say they're black pilled because their perspective on women is that nothing we do can change how they're acting so we should take advantage of it while we can their their perspective on the world is black pill too because yeah. like it's their whole thing like um, the matrix well the violence is the foundation of yeah. civilization is what they very nice everything off of where it's like yeah this extreme like yeah i only understand one thing and it's violence and it's like if you're not willing to stand up for whatever it is you believe in and fight like literally fight for something then you're not it's not worth even pursuing yeah. that yeah um and like it's this weird yeah I don't imagine a man shoots you in the chest and you just stand there <laughs> menacingly <laughs> what? that was one, uh, that was what it was it wasn't was it shooting you in the chest because I was gonna say it was what? something ridiculous like, like he literally sits there and he's screaming at the camera and does that you sit, he shoots he you was, in the chest he, <laughs> <laughs> and you sit there looking at him menacingly, and it's like okay. he was being sarcastic yeah. in that. Like if you watch, yeah, the, watch the whole clip, clip yeah. but it still is funny just out of context hearing him say, "Imagine getting shot in the chest and just standing there menacingly." Okay, so there actually, so who would be white pilled? White pilled. Uh, this this might be a controversial take. I think the only way that a person can be truly white pilled to a to an actual good extent is if they are a Christian and they believe in the the sovereignty of God. Because Dang. the perspective of, I can't change anything, nothing matters, you know, that might be a little bit harsh of a way to phrase it, but 
I can't change anything and I accept what's happening and I accept God's plan for me, you, you can't have that perspective unless you rely solely on the sovereignty of well, God. What's funny is that you said that the black pill people would be Tate Brothers and whoever. Aiden Ross, Aiden Ross Nico, okay, Pearl. Well, then you have, then you have what's it, um, Fit, Fresh and Fit. They're the same. You ever heard of them? No. Okay, so Fresh and Fit, man. I, great. I brought something to the table. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. they are they are like Tate Brother followers. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Actually, talking, Aaron, yeah, Aaron yeah. will know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so they... They had like the same, they're the ones that had the podcast where it was all the women were there, and then Andrew Tate's where he became famous, where he went on there, and it was all those girls. Whatever, whatever, no, no. so whatever podcast copied that, but Fresh and Fit were the first ones to do it. And Mm -hmm. I might be wrong on that, but I know Fresh and Fit was the one where Andrew Tate got popular, was because he went on that one. So they're the ones that started that kind of thing, and they're Tate like disciples about this kind of stuff, too. Um, and, and funny enough is all those guys, the Tates and, um, and also fresh and fit who are probably those, I would say that those two in each of those group are the biggest leaders of the black pill portion of this. They're all Muslims or claim to be Muslims. So the fresh and fit guys, when you ask them, they'll say, Oh, well I, I'm a Muslim. And then they'll be like, okay, but you, do you. Like, do you actually, and he goes, well, I mean, last time I've been in a mosque has been like, you know, I don't know, five years or something. And and then they're like, oh, so you're only like a Muslim when it like, when you need to so be. So it's like what, and, what a Catholic would call a yeah, CEO. It, it, Christmas yes, Easter like, only. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. So anyway, so <laughs> it's the same thing. And it's, and now Andrew Tate and his, I don't know if his brother is, but I know Andrew Tate. Tristan, is, Tristan, I've heard say that he is Orthodox, okay. which everything he does goes directly against well, Russian every, and Greek Orthodox. Yeah. Faith. Well, I mean, it's like Tate's like Islam stuff, you know, it kind of doesn't like line up with that a lot of times too like yeah but i mean like you i looked and like before this i was like you know what i remember him being i remember the story was he was atheist then christian then islamic and that was his like order of operations on that or an operation in what like a two-month span or something it was like (laughs) four months apparently it was was a really short period of time but he was like atheist for a while and then switched to christianity and then switched to islam and it was the same reason it was the thing about the violence is the foundation of all of it and it's like he he came up with all these like uh, straw men arguments about christians about how they're too weak to defend anything because they won't stand up yeah, for yeah. like their principles in like media and stuff like that, and they won't say anything; they'll just let it happen. It's like, I, what are you talking about? I saw we literally have like many, many accounts of this happening, even yeah. today. Like it still is happening, but he uses like very like fringe, like individuals to say that all of Christianity, like all of us, are yeah, it's like, where the loudest, the loudest voices aren't defending the faith. Therefore, no one's defending the faith. Yeah. Correct. I yeah. saw yeah. a clip of him saying, and I think you're thinking about the same thing, where he was saying about, or it was a tweet or a clip where he was like, uh, "All these Christians, they let Jesus get mocked in every TV show and cartoon, but you never see Muhammad mocked in a in a cartoon or never." Or if someone because draws the, him, then they get right because the whole beheaded. idea is that they're going to like there's going to be like a bombing or something. Is like, yeah. that's basically what he said. Well, there so was in wasn't and, it in England, <clears throat> the UK that happened? Like yeah, in well, 20, it's happened in France. Well, he's saying Charlie that, Hebdo. Yeah, that's what the Charlie. Yeah. That's what I meant. The Charlie Hebdo one. Well, he said. Then he uses like tries to use something like Notre Dame getting burned down. Or Notre Dame getting yeah. burned down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Notre Dame. It's, it's <laughs> early. Go Irish. It's early. Uh, go Irish. Uh, no, it's early, um, it's early football season, so sorry about that. But yeah, Notre Dame getting burned down. He said he used that as a um, as like an example. Because he's like, well, inverse that on Muslims. And like, what if their mm-hmm. like, great mosque gets burned down? It's like, what do you think would happen then? They yeah. Just, they, then violence starts. But like, yeah, why, but like, it's why like, because is... of that, he uses that. He say, he claims that to be like the reason why. So the most he holy thing to do is that I, if as, as a Christian, if you spit on Christ, that I should just go and like start going on killing sprees or something? That's is it. That, that's what you're supposed okay. to do in his mind, apparently. Uh, that might, not, might yeah. makes right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that... That's nihilism. That's the end of all this critical thought where you just can dissect anything. And at the end of the day, whoever is the strongest is the right. That's Machiavellian thinking. That's been around for eons now. And it's the basis of human emotions taken to its fullest extent. It's the base of the black pill, though, too. Because it's like that. Can you imagine that existence where it's just like... 
looking over your shoulder every day because that's literally it. It's like mm-hmm. you can't be a man. It's savage. In that, yeah, it's in that situation. But then they like say, well, no, now you need to like come and join our uh, what, what's his thing? The his oh uh, uh, his course. Luke uh, loves courses. He knows I know, it. I do know it. I can't remember what it was called. Sigma University. No, it was, it was not Prestige no, or Hustlers University. Hustlers University. That's yeah, that's Prestige it. Worldwide. Hu. <laughs> uh, I'm an HU alumni, but the right going to are uh, you an HU? Alumni? I am definitely not. I did not buy, dude. It's a lot of money too. Uh, it's a whole lot of money. Wow. Like they make they make millions of dollars well, on. Just, that's where they got a lot of their money from. They just made another thing, and it's not Hustlers University. It's some other deal now where they're trying to teach people how to use AI. Wait, the Tates are doing that? Yeah, okay, I know, whatever. right? Uh, I don't. They don't really have a lot to do locked up, uh, waiting for their sentencing. So hey. They had time to get interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is an interview I need to watch. I have. I, I'm 30 minutes into it. It's. I mean, like I said, I can't sit down for like two and a half hours to watch yeah. things like that. I can listen to you know two and a half hours of a podcast. You know, a really good podcast. by favorite podcasters. Yeah, <laughs> First off, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug to the show you're already listening to, guys. But. This this podcast is sponsored by First Off. You're wrong. Okay? <laughs> crazy man okay. stop what but you're doing right now go get listen. on go listen to these guys the they know what they're episode. talking about yeah the latest episode all right the, so right, look, look we, so, we, so we've yeah, talked yeah. about the black pill but the reason getting back to it the reason i say that the only way to be truly white pilled is to be a, a bible believing sound christian is because you take the same pattern of thought of you know i'm just going to do whatever i can to make it in life no matter what, I will do what's right. This is I have to pull myself up by my bootstraps, and no matter who gets hurt along the way, I'm going to you know, do what I have to do to succeed. You take that, the inverse of that is I have no ability of my own volition. I can't I, I am so weak and small, I can't do these things. The only thing I can do is the is what I can do through Christ's strength. Right. Well, also, there's another word that you use in it is that there's hope. Yeah. And I think there's like if you look in this world, where, what hope can you find here? I mean, there is none. I don't know of hope anywhere that I look. You think like, oh, this this guy's gonna do something. He's gonna change everything, and everything's gonna go for the better. And then it it doesn't. It never goes that way because it's the world. It, it things evil lives. Evil is king here, and it's like that's that's just what it is. So. That word hope, when you said it, it was like, well, that's the easy one. Because, like I said, the only hope I can find is in Christ. So I don't know where else you're going to find it on earth. Hope really is, I mean, again, like, we're going to sit here and just define black pill and white pill all night. We can do that, which was like what? Black pill was violence. Black pill is no hope. It's the lack of hope. It's like this, this, like, lostness, just emptiness. It's the void, basically. It's staring at the void and just... Something may eventually stare back. It's not even about that. It's just like <laughs> it's like literally if your entire view every day is just staring at the void. And that's yeah. it. It's like you literally have no hope because it's just this emptiness in your life. And it's like, what is the white pill? Yeah. It's and like this is you would say, like, oh, it's you know, it's Christ in you, it's hope. It's it's these things that like there's a reason to all of the madness and all the chaos around us. There's calm in the storm, and that's the white pill. It's sitting there seeing the storm and like, oh the storm. Yeah. Versus like, you know, the storm. Yeah, it's right there. It's like, and like I what, hope I care. The the verse that comes to mind for me is Micah six eight. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. All these things that are happening, what is required of you, man? What is required of you? Do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. Don't be proud. Don't be haughty. Don't try and do things of your own power. Walk humbly with God. How are you supposed to treat people? with justice and you're supposed to love kindness you're supposed to be giving of yourself you're supposed to be sacrificing of yourself just like christ was sacrificing of himself he is the example as the groom of the church we are to be christ in our families and with our lives we are supposed to exemplify his example that he gave by sacrificing himself by constantly giving by shielding us as the church from the world, we are supposed to shield the weaker in our lives with ourselves. We are supposed to love our children. We're supposed to love our wives. 
right? That's the, I think that's the biggest verse people think about when they think about husbands and wives is husbands love your wives. And people love to point at that and say, oh, well, it says wives submit to your husbands and, you know, husbands, all they have to do is love their it's, wives. That's me who points to that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole point of that verse is you look at the cultural context of that day, husbands were not loving to their wives. They would beat their wives. It was accepted to be ruthless to your, to the, to your woman to your wife you were it was expected this is saying no you don't do that you don't treat your wife like that you treat her with respect you love her and you allow her to do things that the culture is not allowing her to do not saying immoral things not saying impure things but you love her enough to let her be more than just a slave that you're married to because that's what it was back in the day so this whole white pill black pill thing black pill like you said the void it's it's nothing it's hatred it's anger it's rage it's wrath the white pill is love hope acceptance and being you know i'm not talking about certain kinds of acceptance that people would think but accepting yeah. of where you are in your life <laughs> but i have like, to be very careful you think of that first when you think of white pill black pill when i think of like you know all the manuscript people like we list off these names over and over again all these people yeah i mean one word that everyone used was followers which was interesting yeah because you know it's like you know the you have the followers of tate or the followers of uh, jordan peterson and all this stuff you know it's like the same and this is the verse that I was looking up when you guys said, well, I was hoping Aaron would chime in. I was trying to like find this verse. And I was oh, like, so I, I was the only one not looking up a verse? Yeah, I can't find, I couldn't find it, but it was, uh, you know, it's uh, Matthew 24, um, 4, 5 here. And it's, uh, and Jesus answered unto them saying, take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying, I am the Christ and shall be, and shall deceive many. And then in verse uh, 24, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall so, show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Hey, this... hit, hit the air horn sound effect. Okay. Hold on, hold see. on. Hit the air horn. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> that's what we needed. <laughs> Did I hit the verse? <laughs> Did I hit that one on the head? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I would that, say yeah. that's pretty on the head right there because, I mean, you look... Again, I, I don't... <laughs> I think this that a lot chair of it is just groaning. I'm sorry, I, guys. A lot, every it's, week. it's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry that I don't give you guys comfortable chairs at this home. So, <laughs> Tate and all those other guys, Sneeko, um, Fresh and Fit, they all have like good points with some yeah. of the things they say. Right. Which is, I do get annoyed with, even when I'm talking to people like at church or other friends about it, it's, it's almost like going back to like the days of like 2016, 2017, where like you couldn't, you weren't allowed to say anything good about Donald Trump because you're just not allowed to say anything good yeah. about him. It doesn't matter if what he said or did is good. You're not allowed to talk about that. You're only allowed to talk about the bad and how terrible he is. And it's the same thing with these guys in a lot of respects. Now, of course, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole yet. We'll probably do that later on. But I'm just saying they... The verse speaks perfectly because it says that do many wonders and all this stuff where it will deceive us. I'm not saying that they're the great deceivers and all that great all that stuff. They they do good things. They say good things about men and how men should be. Like men should stand up for themselves and for their wife or for their girl or whatever it is. Exactly. It, but it's, then it's, you have someone like Tate come and say right. the thing like you know he immediately then like rejects Christ. Hold on, hold on. In front okay, of everybody. No, it's like, you know. Hold on, just a second. Anyways, yeah. You know, <laughs> can I talk? Excuse me. Can I talk? Hold on, just a second. All right. Uh, what's my time at? Uh, anyway, so, the, <laughs> Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer. <laughs> We need to turn him off. We need to chest Mr. Producer. Timer. Yeah, that's exactly right. Anyway, so they say those things, like the good, the good stuff about like how we should act as men, and I agree with a lot of that. I really do, and I think it's good that people are hearing it. And then, like you're saying, it's with something different with me. Then they go and they start talking about, oh well, you know, I'm gonna have a wife, but she stays at the at my home with my kids, and I'm allowed to have an open only on my end. I'm allowed to have an open relationship and have other women that I'm having sex with outside of that marriage, um, and that's how I'm going to live my life when I want to settle down. Well, that's that's and the whole Adam Twenty Two thing that's been going on, right? Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like all these people are looking at this guy who's like a he was a BMX blogger for a long time. I, I can't even he remember. Started, yes. He started this uh, the No Jumper podcast. 
where he, I, I, I don't know why I know all this about Adam 22, but I do. I watched where a he couple would get documentaries. Like, he would like get these uh, hip hop artists that were all underground and get them to come on. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, I'm going to start doing like porn. And he starts mm-hmm. doing porn and then he has a, he gets married and mm-hmm. the wife goes and has a quote unquote consensual affair and films the whole thing, puts it out on into oh, the ether. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it, it's so funny to see the logic, the anti-logic of people in the world say, okay, it's okay for Adam Adam to go out and have, you know, extramarital affairs with other women, but the second his wife does, oh, well, he's a cuck. This is, it's, it, it's anti-logic yeah. this is because it's the, same, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. You're still cheating on each other you're still going outside of marriage to do these affairs so why is it treated differently it's still shameful either way but even like un- even people that aren't believers can see like the hypocrisy yeah. of like the, all that and like how it's like a totally like incohesive that is so good of- because isn't it funny how everyone even if they're not a believer can sit there and be like how is this okay? And they can't even fathom in their head but how they could how do they an could open do relationship or go film themselves having sex with other people and then being okay with it. And I'm like, like I don't know why I feel this way. Because you, you, you have a conscience. You were born with one. The Holy Spirit's talking to you. Just listen. Just listen. It's right there. It's in you. I cannot believe it. It just makes you so mad. I'm sorry. It's You're like, probably going to get in like trouble the, for this podcast. It's like, <laughs> well, it's the trope of like, um, what is it? In like Arrest Development where Tobias goes around or he says a thing about oh, like, open yeah. relationships never work. People delude themselves into thinking that they can like keep their emotions like yeah. tucked away and that it won't impact anything. But you know what? I think it might work for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's the, that's the same thing that they think to themselves. Like if they if you yeah. see it happening outside of it, who celebrates that? Who goes around like celebrating that except some of the most like evil people you can imagine? Like I'm sorry, every time I see someone defending it, it's like always like um Let's see. Let's go check the Twitter bio on there and see how many. Um, well, I won't say that actually. <laughs> let's just check the Twitter bio. I'm sure we can. I'm sure it will explain itself. Well, um, it, it, it's ridiculous to me again how you can look at the same couple, and when the man does one thing, totally accepted. When the man goes out and has sex with multiple women, totally accepted, totally fine. Look at that alpha male right there. Because he's he, Adam Twenty Two was a big guy in the manosphere for a long time, and uh, this from I'll have to get to another guy if I can't remember uh, Jack Jack Murphy. I never even heard. I'll, I'll hit hit, hit hey, him. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. But you'll recognize him because he was a Tim Pool guy. Um, I was never. I don't know Tim. You Pool. look like a. I don't Tim know Pool the guy. Tim Pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Tim, like Tim Pool. I'm guy. sorry. No, Tim no, Pool. No, Aaron likes Tim Pool. I, no, so much. no, no. He tells no. me about Tim oh my Pool goodness. all the time. I, but no. So Adam Twenty Two. <laughs> just accept. I just looked like up Tim, Tim Pool. Pool. You literally. You <laughs> answered me so much. I typed in Tim Pool. Well, who? Who so, is this guy again? Whole, Jack, Murphy. Jack, Jack Murphy. Jack Murphy. Okay. So this this Adam Twenty Two guy goes has sex with a bunch of women. And people say, oh, yeah, what an alpha male giga chad, right? But then his wife goes and does the same exact thing he's doing. Both sinning, both the same sin, extramarital affairs, and now he is seen as the opposite of an alpha male. Well, I mean, the thing, the reason, okay, the, the worldly reason for that, I'll give it to you, is because when it comes to the men and woman dynamic, is that women are the ones that are in charge, right? Yeah. They're the ones that can choose when we're going to have some sort of sexual encounter, like whether it happens or not. And so that is the point. Everyone keeps looking off to the side to burp. Anyway, sorry. So <laughs> I we have a mute button. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about it. But that's what the world looks at is they say the man doesn't really get to decide like, hey, are we going to have intercourse? Yeah. It's the woman. So therefore, that's why when a guy goes and has sex with tons of women is it's oh wow he's a stud because he figured out how to unlock the key or the lock unlock the lock to he's desirable to, to, to right. many women therefore he's right the and, with, and with women that, yeah. it's just like you know well they can just choose to have intercourse with whoever they want because yeah. they're the ones that are the the gatekeepers of it and so they're just a crappy lock and that's why it, it's the worldly thing and so then you get in this argument but again 
we're not talking about the worldly part in this, okay? We're talking about what Jeremiah is talking about, and I think it's more important, is that in both sides, it's sin. In both sides, the people are wrong. And yet, in our society, because it's so worldly and so disgusting, we're here sitting, arguing about, well, this guy is a cuck, or this guy, you know, like he's a complete beta, while while this dude who doesn't let his woman do that but also is cheating on her constantly he's alpha and he's a stud and he's awesome and i want to be like him and mm-hmm. we act like that guy should be praised the other guy shouldn't be and the woman in the beta situation is a whore and then the one the girl in the alpha situation is an upstanding woman yeah and and that, and it just it, it's complete but again this world is so diluted that that's that would be logical that's how it's logical now in this world is that everything that I just talked about is truth. The, uh, but I mean, here's a giga chat in my mind, though. Pierce Brosnan. And we talk about this so much, like Luke and I do. Because oh, I always say this. is like, well, they try to get mad at him. Like, people online get, like, like, women online get mad at him because, like, during the whole time while he was, like, top of the world, best looks. Like, was he ever, like, People Magazine's, like, number one hottest? Or Time or Magazine. He or was definitely yeah. in the top 100. I know that. Okay? There's no way he never made that there. Um, but, like, the thing is, like, he was, like, this, like, figure of, like, masculinity and all this stuff. And he married someone... Before he was famous, if I understood that correctly, but he is just like married to her, and that's mm-hmm. it. He does—he has no interest in other women, um, no interest in cheating on his wife. He brings his wife to the red carpet events, and she's just a normal lady. Like she's out there, like just with him, and he walks around and shows her off. And then people get mad at her because, like, why isn't she yeah. like look like just like just like him, like in the same like that sort of thing? But like he's in love with her, and she's in love with him, and like they're just like this like. No, good couple and for me that's like always brings a smile to my well, face well that was but. Tim Tebow what was the what's the quote unquote dating website that's made for like having an affair Madison oh Madison mm-hmm. Ashley Madison Ashley Madison Ashley that's Madison right, yeah. offered like a two million dollar bounty if someone could cheat on Tim Tebow uh, like cheat with Tim Tebow and document it I'd never heard yeah. that but that's what? ridiculous yeah there was like it's, it's just, I need to look that up to verify it's true but there was, it, to my knowledge, a bounty on Tim Tebow, like to get Tim Tebow to cheat because he's a Christian and he, or I, I, he states he's a Christian, um, and they said, and he said, I'm not gonna have so an extramarital the, affair. That's almost the world hates him. Yeah, well, and it it's was, almost like they and, were and, he, and he wasn't gonna vector, have sex really. before marriage either, and they hated him for it. And there was yeah. girl. I remember I heard stories like girls lining up in Florida. Try being like, look, I'll be, I'll be the first girl you've been with, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, like that's how depraved this world is. Where again, like you're sitting there, and the dude who's doing the right thing by not having sex before marriage is being just absolutely rugged through the fire with, with triple the temptation, quadruple the temptation that normal people have. Yep. And it's just continuous and continuous and continuous because he's doing the right thing. April 25th, 2012, Ashley Madison puts $1 million bounty on Tim Tebow's V-card. There you go. Yep. So that, I mean, that's that's what we're up against is you, you express a, a normal, a, a, a Christian sensibility. I say Christian's not normal anymore. When it comes I mean, to sex and relationships and it's just treated as... What? That's so weird. Why are you doing that? And I think the manosphere, they, I would say that's a really a big, that's one of the biggest issues I have with them. Like I said, I like some of the stuff they have, and but when it comes to like the women part of it, um, I I just I agree with them where it's like you know women don't need to be going to the clubs, and and the one thing that Andrew Tate it will resonate in my mind forever because it's truthful, is he's sitting there on that on the fresh and fit thing uh, podcast which is what we are so I don't know why I said thing anyway but he was on the fresh and fit podcast and he said look he said my grandmother look my grandmother no I'm joking I won't do it his voice anyway so my grandmother has 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 her 90th birthday or 80th birthday and she has 70 sentient beings standing around her uh, for her birthday and this woman has spent her entire life 
building this family, having seeing her children grow up, seeing her grandchildren grow up, and now at the age of whatever it was, she has all these people around her celebrating her. That's what her legacy is. And your you buying one more Louis Vuitton bag and going out one more time to a club will mean absolutely nothing, and you'll be alone on your deathbed, sitting there wishing that you had spent your time building a family, then sitting here trying to go out to the club and just be with some some other dude. And I'm like, wow, that's actually great. Then in the other breath, he's like, well, now we need to get as many women as possible. And that's that's the the <laughs> insane thing <laughs> it's not about that's, Andrew Tate. But there's there's like an actual bit of logic to that. There um, is. That they that they that they say here, and it's that um, when the when the system is like falling apart in this kind of stuff, instead of like um, instead of joining, you know, staying staunch in whatever it is, your values and all that stuff. What you should do is you should join in the system and mess it up as much as you can. Yeah. And take advantage of it as much as you can and go down that path and take and take and take until it all falls apart and then rebuild it from the ground up. And it's like that, you know, like it might sound right to someone sitting outside of that, but it's like, like we all know what happens when societies fall apart. It's very well documented throughout history. It's, it's suffering and death. Yeah. And like, that's what awaits us at the bottom of that hole that they want to go down so bad like go into it take as much as you can if you can get on welfare get on welfare if you can get injured and get as much money as you can rake it all in the women are just out there lining up at the clubs line up with them get as many as you can get it while you can get it get Mm -hmm. it I keep telling you to do that and it's like no (laughs) they're simple no why it's, It's, it's the people stealing the jewelry on the Titanic instead of getting to the lifeboats because right. they think they can get the jewelry and then hop in the lifeboats yeah. and then like, oh, well, we'll build a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be your bigger boat that will never sink. And they're just like floating on the cabinet. So, But the the thing with Tate and with a lot of these people, especially on the, the might makes right black pill side of the manosphere, they, they get a lot of diagnoses right. And this is not an original thought. I've heard a lot of people say this. They diagnose things correctly. So pointing out that women will be so distraught when they get to their 90th birthday and they have no one but their cat. They have. They no don't even one. have a cat, dude. I feel like they would be pretty distraught about that. That's and, a- <laughs> I mean, that would be terrible. I mean, that's- and so the diagnosis is correct. But the prescription exactly. is entirely wrong. And, right? that's, so why, and because, that's why I said with the diagnosis, that, it's the one thing that stuck with me. And then the prognosis also stuck with me because I'm like, that's wrong. It's so yeah. wrong. Sorry, it's so wrong. And yeah. so, you know, he, he now takes advantage and has a, a cam girl website where he's getting all these women to come and do illicit videos at his property and his estate. And he's taking advantage of the women that he, in the same breath, is saying that these women are amazing creatures who can create life and they, you know, 70 sentient beings came from this one woman and we're all celebrating her life. Hey, you are going to be so sad when you're not like that. But you know what you can do? You can come here, work for camera. me right. and do a nudie film. But it's, right? like, it's like, and it's like what Aaron was saying. It, it's, you know, he, he says those things that they're so good about, you know, his grandmother or about women like, hey, these, you know, you need to be an upstanding one. But it's the taking advantage of, and it's right now, these women are willing to do this, so we need to take advantage of right now. For money, for sex, for pleasure, for whatever it is, we need to take advantage of it. And again, that this is but probably the... Go ahead. But it's not even... That, that's not even a new lie. The funny thing is, is, like, I know, we hear it all the time. It's like the devil has, like, this, like, he has this, like, arsenal of, yeah. like, here's how I'm going to... Here's how I'm going to do this. Yeah. The thing is, it's not a new lie. It's just a new... It's a lie packaged in a different way it's the same lie of get while the getting's good it's good times get as much as you can it's bad times get as much as you can like that's that's the yeah. whole thing it's it's a it's the same lie that's been told for at least like for mine i know at least 100 years because we have documentation of this like back in the 1920s it's the same thing get while the getting's good mm-hmm. it's good go get when all these guys started off too with with what I was talking about, what what I like about them, which is about talking to men, make things like, hey, be more confident. I'm going to show you how to be more confident. I'm going to show you how to speak, how to stand up for yourself, how to work out, how to do the things that will make you a better male. And they start with that. So they, they kind of, it starts pulling you in like, this is good. I'm becoming better. I feel better. I'm thinking better. And, and 
And then, then they start with the other stuff. Then it's like, oh, well, now you need the woman. You already now made yourself great. Now we're going to get to the woman. And again, they're, then they start, I think, tweaking on the pride. They build up your pride. And you get proud. And then they're like, now we're going to start doing what we really want you to like mm-hmm. start doing, which is we're going to start you know what what we were talking about taking advantage of the situation of of what we have these girls they're all lost they're sitting there thinking that their life is evolves around a club or revolves around going out to to drink every night and to go home with men um but only certain men of certain you know of certain status so that's why we have to be those men and then we're going to take control of the situation and and they do so much good and then they get to that point after they build up all this pride in and men and they go and now we're going to use it for complete evil and again at the beginning that didn't have to be used for evil being yeah. someone who's physically fit go listen to physical fitness is is a good thing someone who is who could, not cocky not proud but is confident in himself and in what his decision making is like that's a good thing. You should be a male who's confident in what you're doing and how you're gonna do it, and you should be confident in, in just in yourself. And those are really good, virtuous things, and are good things to have as men, as Christians, as all that. But then you come to the point of now we're gonna put it to pride, and then we're gonna start exploiting it for what it really is, and we're gonna turn it into an evil thing. And I wanna I wanna go back to First Peter three seven. I talked about that a minute ago. I'm gonna read. The whole verse, and I'm going to read it in a different translation just to get the point across a little bit better. I want it in full but Greek. First Peter three seven. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. A very important phrase in that verse is showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel. As men, we have a responsibility, and this is the most un-PC thing I can say right now, but women are a weaker vessel when it comes to the world. And if you are looking at what is going on, you see terrible men who are taking advantage of women because they know that they are stronger than them. They know I can overpower them, maybe not physic- not just physically, but I can overpower them and manipulate them. I can play on their feelings. I can get them attached to me. This has been a trope for years and years and years. This is not new with Andrew Tate. This is not new with the 1920s. This is every, to use a, a, a naughty word, every pimp has ever has used this technique where they make the, the prostitute fall in love with them so that way they can emotionally manipulate that woman to do whatever they want and at the same time you have feminism and it's tricking women into believing that they're not being they're strong enough not to be manipulated i mean even go let's go to charlie yeah. brown it's crazy enough in it's the great or it's the great pumpkin charlie brown uh linus says i thought little girls were uh were, would go along or would be convinced of whatever they're told and then lou sally goes welcome to the 20th century 21st century whatever and you know as funny as that is to be in a little kid's cartoon it's the truth though because feminism is teaching women like hey we're smart enough we're not going to be manipulated and then they're even as a very good as a family i'm looking at aaron because he goes to the same sunday well now jeremiah goes to the same sunday school too <laughs> as a very good sunday school teacher taught us um what was the what did he always say oh i wasn't laughing about that oh yeah, i was i was just saying like, I was, <laughs> he'd always he'd always say um uh and, and this is the curse. And this is the curse. And this is the curse. And, yeah. and, and it yeah. is because it's the curse that comes from feminism where it teaches them, no, you're actually strong if you're not being manipulated. And then they're tricked into, no, no, I'm str- I'm not actually being manipulated. And men continually are able to trick women into doing things that are just so evil and asinine. Like what these fresh and fit guys want where they want to have a wife at home with kids but then also have all of their concubines sitting at other apartments waiting for them to come home yeah and they can go live with them as they want and then come home maybe once a week to go see their kids and see their wife and 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 be home i mean how crazy is that but apparently women can be manipulated to think that that's an okay thing and i'm sure that it does happen in this world uh, it is crazy to think that that is when they say it, I mean, I just look at it again. I, I have the Holy Spirit. I, I sit there and go, this is so insane to think that this is like good, that this will end up as a good thing. 
And I think even sitting there going, well, I'm not, I'm not the cuck like in the Adam 21 situation. But it, Two. It, no, he lost. <laughs> he, he lost one for that. Yeah, so. he, he, he lost one. Right. <laughs> but the Adam 22 situation, like, oh, I'm not the cuck, but it's like, dude, but you're going to live like, like, you're going to live like that? What happened to having a wife and kids and having a home, having a traditional family? And I, guys, everything you're saying is like inherently misogynistic and very problematic. <laughs> well, and here's. And I, <laughs> I said Aaron's mic away. How dare you say something yeah, about my um, podcast? We're going to unplug his mic. No, the, 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 the thing that we do also have to be conscious of. Is that for so long there was the like the Gothards, the Gothard movement, right? You had the Duggars, where this you have the umbrella of protection, where it really was just a way to, in another sense, what is manipulate. what are you saying? So, the umbrella of protection. So it was it was a Gothard teaching where you have the Duggars are the uh, eighteen and counting. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Okay, good. And yeah. so I don't, know what, I don't know what the umbrella, the, the umbrella of protection is. Something that it is it is biblical, but. Gothard and his teachings misused it to take advantage of women and even husbands in certain situations. And what it is is that Christ is the head of the church, the pa- and the person, and you have that main umbrella. Okay. Then under that you have a smaller umbrella, and that would be the husband. The husband is the provider; he protects. And then you have underneath the husband, you have the wife, who she is the provider for the children. She makes the food. She's a, a good homekeeper. And below the wife, you have the children. Now, if all of those umbrellas are aligned, then everyone will remain safe. If the husband is under the umbrella of Christ, then the whole family will remain safe as long as everyone is underneath there. But if the wife steps out from under the umbrella of the husband or under the umbrella of Christ or neglects to cover the umbrella of the children, then everything gets out of balance and terrible things will happen. Semi-biblical, because yes, it's true that there is a natural order to things. There is an order. As husbands, we are the head of the household and we are subject to Christ and his word. We are subject to those things. Wives are subject to husbands in a loving way. Children, obey your parents in the Lord as is right. Those are all biblical concepts, but what Gothard did is he used that in a way to allow for abuse to happen. So children that were being legitimately abused in a house or in a home or in a church were unable to come forward with these accusations because they would be stepping outside of their umbrella of protection. And so, and wives oh, who were being okay. wives yeah. who were being molested and raped and uh, by their husbands. They weren't able to speak out because they would be stepping outside of that umbrella of protection. And if they were going to a church that was part of this ministry or what, not ministry, whatever, whatever organization you want to call Gothard, uh, his cult of personality, then if they were in a church that taught those uh, spouses, you're, you're stepping well. outside of the umbrella of protection. Yeah. Therefore, you're no longer safe. Yeah. So, so really, you're the one who's wrong for coming forward saying that you know your husband is beating your children, right? So you you have to be very careful in talking because there are people who are under those. Now, in in that documentary that came out, there smiling were people, or the happy uh, smiling happy people. There there were some true things. There were also a lot of things that were just all, all I know is that there's so much of it is just like it just bashes like Christians yeah. overall. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I don't attest to the things that like, whatever. It, but that, that, that's another time. Overall, you, you can't outright reject what the Bible says because people took it and did bad things. Right. And when, when I talk to people about, you know, who have church hurt, to use a trendy term, uh, people who've deconstructed. And they say, yeah, I just had, you know, some bad experiences in the church and whatever. A good example that I use is I ask them who, what politician they like, right? You know, Aaron, who's a politician you like? You don't even I have like to name, like a, any of them. You don't have to name, a, <laughs> just, name a fake, don't. name a fake politician. I maybe like, maybe uh, like Harry Reid. Okay, Ron, Ron, Ron Paul, Harry Reid when he okay. was alive. So uh, I don't like Ron Paul. Rand if he was like six inches taller. <laughs> and didn't have spaghetti. <laughs> so didn't I, have his macaroni like hair. Like a, had a little deeper voice and a little bit more Aaron, confident in himself. That offends me. I don't like Ron Paul because someone wearing a Ron Paul shirt punched me one time. And gave me a bloody Whoa, nose. Dude, Whoa, really? dude, I punched so, a guy one time. 
kind of so, look like you. It, it's kind of a dumb <laughs> idea that someone who was just a follower of Ron Paul hurt me, and so oh, now okay, I get what you're I'm saying. getting yeah, rid yeah, of yeah. everything. Yeah, and the funny thing is, that's used every day. With I actually all thought kinds you were being serious. No. situation. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, he kind of went hard on it because I thought so too. I was like, dang, it just really happened. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, no, but, so the guy in the Ron Paul shirt punched you. Therefore, you know, yeah. you can't support Ron Paul. Yeah, and so Ron Paul is a terrible person. Right, you can't you can't say that about Ron Paul because it was just some guy wearing a Ron Paul shirt. You can't do that with every church because you had you were hurting your church. Whether it's a serious church hurt issue, like you were part of a cult that was a you know a part of Gothard or whatever, or it was you were forced to play Awana games. You know that that's a big one. <laughs> that starts back tomorrow. You know, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready too. I'm ready. I'm can't ready. wait. It starts yeah. back tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this first installment of Why You're Wrong About the Manosphere. Next week, we continue the conversation between Aaron, Jeremiah, and myself. We talk about some of the good things that come out of the Manosphere. And also, where should we be actually locating this Manosphere? Where should we be going to to become better men in our society and in our everyday lives? And with all that said... Remember, you can listen to us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. If you do listen to our show, we really would appreciate it if you leave us a five-star review. It helps out the podcast a lot. If you guys want to contact us, give us any kind of episode ideas or anything of that nature, you can reach us at First Off You're Wrong, and that's on Instagram and on TikTok. If you want to hit us up on Twitter slash X, You can find us at F underscore O underscore Y underscore W. And with that, the most important thing that we need to remember about today's episode is that first off, you're wrong.